Welcome to the Cheapskate Show, everybody. As 2020 winds to a close and good riddance, Apple decided this was the right time to introduce a new product, the AirPods Max. And if you haven't already guessed, Max stands for maximum amount you can spend on headphones. Today we're going to see if they're worth the money. Spoiler alert, nope. And look at Cheapskate-approved alternatives. I'm CNET Senior Commerce Editor Rick Broida, better known as the Cheapskate. And my good friend Dave, money is no object, Johnson is here with me as always. Dave, how many AirPod Maxes have you pre-ordered already? Hey, how many ears are there in the woods? <laughs> I don't know what that means. No, terrible. No, no, all right. We got to clear the air here. Now, I have to say, a flying security drone is cool. A working R2-D2 is cool. A VR headset is cool. A 10-foot home theater screen is cool. The AirPod Max is not cool. And no amount of marketing hypnosis applesauce is going to fix that. I only buy things that are cool, Rick. So I take <laughs> offense at you implying that I would buy these. So did you buy them? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I am totally with you on this because they are way overpriced, and as we'll talk about in a little bit, I guess, there are so many better alternatives, not even equivalent, but better. Yeah, I, I have some things to say about this. I'm, I'm borderline insulted by what Apple has dropped on us here at the end of 2020. So before we get to all that stuff, just a quickie reminder for everybody that this is going to be our last episode of the year. We're taking the next two weeks off. Happy holidays, everybody. Eat a lot of cranberry sauce or whatever it is you do for the holidays. And we'll be back at the beginning of January with a bright and shiny 2021. So, Rick, I have to ask you this. There was a time, I don't know if you remember, like back in the 80s when TV was a thing that people would watch. People would actually talk about TV commercials around the water cooler at work. Have you seen the Match.com commercial that's running on like Netflix or Hulu or whatever? I don't think I have. I guess it wouldn't be on Netflix. There are no commercials on Netflix. But it's amazing. You should Google this and check it out. You can find it online. It's a Match.com commercial where Satan is using Match.com and he gets paired up with the year 2020. And it's just really, <laughs> really funny. Uh, well, you kind of spoiled it now. I don't even need to watch it because you just gave away the joke. As usual, <laughs> when you find something out in the first five seconds of the commercial, that's not a spoiler. <laughs> yeah, so for anybody who's under the age of uh, 25, a commercial is something that used to happen in between segments of a TV show. <laughs> like, a, what's a commercial? Yeah, I guess if you're getting commercial-free Hulu, you're not going to see this thing. No, that's that's true. I, I'm I'm pretty much commercial free across all services. I will I, I'm willing to pay a little extra to not have to give up that much of my life. Hey, all right. So I want to uh, share a little story of my own before we jump in here. And I know you're going to make fun of me for this, but you know we we've talked about cashback services a lot on this podcast, and for good reason. Recently, I put my money where my cashback mouth is <laughs> i guess where is your cashback mouth somewhere other than your normal mouth <laughs> i don't know so i was shopping for a, a gift for someone and uh it was at lowe's and it was a it's a power tool and so a little little expensive uh you know and so 
Here's what happened. I'll, I'll just give you the quick rundown. So I ordered this from Lowe's.com. I used my regular old credit card, which automatically pays me like 1% back on everything that I buy. So that's cashback number one. Then I used Rakuten, which had, I believe, 4% or 8% or some pretty decent amount of cashback going for Lowe's purchases. So that was an extra cashback savings. Then I used Slide, which is something that we talked about a month or two back. In fact, we interviewed the CEO. We had a guest CEO. from Slide on the show, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Where you're basic, you basically, when you get to checkout, you, you buy through Slide – a gift card in the amount that you're about to pay. And that allows you to get 5% back that way. I got three cashbacks that way. And then because I'm the cheapskate and I know these things, if you go on eBay and you search for Lowe's coupon, you can usually buy a 10% off Lowe's or Home Depot and a couple other stores as well coupon for like a buck, buck and a half, two bucks. And so on this particular purchase, which was going to be over $100, it was certainly well worth me spending $1.50 to be able to save 10%. So long story short, I saved about 30 bucks on the purchase of this item by spending about five minutes jumping through various hoops. Maybe 10 minutes, okay? Sounds exhausting. <laughs> I, I, we, we've talked about this offline, obviously. The reaction I had when you told me about this the first time when you were building it up saying, oh, I stacked all of these services on top of each other and I got this discount, I was thinking you got it for half off. You got it for a dollar. You know, you got 80% off. And then when it turned out that you only saved like, you know, 30 bucks, I was like, well, okay. I, I guess it's all right. It just seems like a lot of work for saving the price of a lunch. Well, I And yes, have I have $30 lunches. <laughs> Well, you live in L.A., so <laughs> I think you probably do. I wouldn't have gone through all of that effort if I was buying something that was 20 or 30 bucks, you know, because it, it, to do all that in order to save, you know, two or three dollars just, just wouldn't have been worth it. But for a, a higher priced item, it was definitely worth the effort. I mean, it's it's 30 dollars I saved that there was no discount on this product available elsewhere. Like the same tool, every other store, it was the same price. So just by... I just wanted to kind of prove to everybody or, or you know, that I'm, I'm not just talking the talk here. I'm walking the walk and that if you're willing to jump through those hoops from time to time, you, you can save some money. Yeah, I, I don't accept your poo-pooing, Dave. Stop your poo-pooing. <laughs> I said it's all right. <laughs> I felt you said it sounded exhausting. I was exhilarated at the end because I had achieved the, the elusive quadruple dip. Four different money-saving tools on one purchase. You find that exhilarating? Here's something I found exhilarating. As a joke, I had written in our show notes for this episode, what's the cheapest Festivus poll? And <laughs> I have found, sir, a $5 Festivus poll that comes with a form for the airing of grievances. <laughs> I'm going to put that in the show notes. All right. You're telling me that you can buy a six-foot or whatever height aluminum pole for $5? Well, this one's only eight inches high. But oh. <laughs> And, in fact, if you go a, on Amazon, replica. if you just go on Amazon and you search for Festivus Pole, there's surprisingly few options. There's really only one or two. But I found this company that sells this 
eclectic collection of like industrial things like railings and end caps for retail stores and things like that. And they have a Festivus bowl. <laughs> they have a $5 one that, as I say, is only eight inches high. But if you want to spend 20 bucks, you can get one that's the regulation height. Regulation height. <laughs> uh, you know, it occurs to me that that's probably what those monoliths are. The, oh. All the monoliths that are popping up all over the place are Festivus poles, just kind of rectangular shaped. Yeah, that's why groups of people surround it and do feats of strength. <laughs> I, I'm sure you're following the whole monolith thing, right? I, I am to some degree, yes. I, I find it increasingly amusing and also disturbing that they continue to appear in weird random places around the world i just i think if this is if this is the end of 2020 and it's going to be this giant global prank i just feel like that is so perfect but also the fact that every time another one shows up somewhere city officials go we have no idea how this got here we have no idea how it disappeared we've been you know it's just like it's this great little 2020 mystery that i'm enjoying hey i went outside the other day there was one in my garage i do not know how it got there <laughs> and it started it's glowing <laughs> everybody send us your favorite monolith theories Apple has unveiled, and I, I actually thought this was a typo the very first time I saw it, these AirPods Max. So I was like, oh, somebody's trying to write AirPods Pro, and they just got the headline wrong. And then I realized, oh, no, they're rolling out these new actual over-ear aluminum-clad headphones for $500. No, no. So, Rick. No, no. $549. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> Although, at that point, who cares about the $49? <laughs> oh, really? Because you just went through all those hoops to save $30. Well, I'm just saying, if, if it's $500 or $549, it's equally ridiculous. So, why did these make you angry? Because they make me angry for some specific reasons. Oh, I'm surprised to hear that you're angry, but they make me angry because it's we're in the middle of a pandemic, and Apple, I mean, granted, Apple is a premium brand, and I get that they have premium products or whatever. This just feels so out of whack relative to just other premium headphones that are on the market. I mean, you've got Sony and Bose and a couple other brands that are all in the three to $400 range for their premium headphones. And even that I find to be ludicrous, but okay, that's kind of been the norm for a few years. And Apple comes along and says, you know what, we're getting into this game and we're going to tack an extra $200 on just because we're Apple. And I just, I'm, I'm insulted by that. I just think like, come on, Apple, this is not a phone. It's a pair of headphones. Yeah. There's not $500 worth of value here. And I know you have your own cheapskate picks that you're probably going to run down. But I actually spent a few minutes the other day just making a list of headphones I would buy before I bought these. And it's probably some of the same things that are on your list, although I'm sure your list skews cheaper. These are all headphones that I either have in my house right now or have had. And that includes the Bose 700s, which are their new noise-canceling headphones. 
and the Quiet Comfort 35 twos. Uh, let's see, the 700s like $330, the 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 35s are 270, and then there's the Sony, oh god, we were talking about this the other day, their naming <laughs> convention, the WH1000XM4, which is the latest update last, you know, earlier in the year it was the M3s, they're $280. And then at the top of the list just this morning, I was listening to my Master in Dynamics NW35s. Superb headphones, they're $500. $500, they're, even they are cheaper than the Apple AirPod Max. So did, is that why you're angry? Well, I'm okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, angry? I guess I never, I never got to the verb. So what makes me angry is I know these headphones are not audiophile quality headphones. They don't sound as good as some of the other headphones that I just mentioned. And when you're talking about headphones, you should really be talking about the sound quality. I don't care about the fact that it includes always on Siri and the wear detection, you know, like it pauses when you take them off. That's nice, but I don't need that. And it has that new feature where it announces messages in your ear. That's just annoying. Who would want that? That's terrible. I'm listening to music. I don't want to hear messages announced in my ear. Ugh, ugh, that's terrible. And so basically they're glomming on those Apple-centric features to try to make it seem like there's extra value here. And no, no, just no. Just give me good headphones that sound awesome. Right, so... I was trying, I was looking over the feature list on the AirPods Max, just trying to find something, you know, some justification for why these are so insanely expensive. You know, they have noise canceling capabilities, obviously, and Apple's pretty good at noise canceling. Uh, I think the AirPods Pro probably have the best noise canceling of any product I have tried. Um, and that includes the Sony WH-1000XM4. But... That's not enough. I mean, not not by half. And on top of that, I just think they're ugly looking. Like, they're just an ugly pair of headphones, much the same way that Apple's HomePod has got to be the ugliest smart speaker I've ever seen. There's a part of me that feels like if Steve Jobs were still with us, he would have never allowed some of these more recent products to hit the market, just from a design standpoint, because they're so visually unappealing i have to agree that yeah they are the single ugliest headphones i have ever seen in my life so here's what's ironic and i guess not surprising is that pre-orders for these started last week shortly after they were announced and they're already like back ordered for weeks and weeks and weeks mm -hmm. and weeks which means that countless people decided oh no you can Apple count headphones them. There's, there's oh, a countable number of people. Well, okay. Uh, I don't know the count, but a lot. <laughs> Let's just say a lot of people said, okay, oh, Apple's got new headphones. They're 549 bucks. Here you go. Shut up and take my money, Apple. I, I just, why? Why? Why would you do that? I know. I don't want to disparage people that like Apple products because, hell, I like Apple products. I have an iPhone. You have an iPhone. We both have iPhones. Yeah, right. Uh, but... I will not buy anything Apple releases just because it has the Apple name on it. And I have to feel like people pre-ordering the AirPods Max without even really having the benefit of knowing what they sound like, which is the most important criteria for headphones, they got to be buying it just on the basis of the brand. 
Yeah, to your point, I mean, I have, I've been an iPhone user for years, and it's, they're ludicrously overpriced relative to Android phones. But I use the thing all day, every day. I get a ton of value out of it, and I feel that the extra money was worth it. Same with the iPad. You know, there's so many cheaper tablets that do everything that an iPad can do. I feel the extra value is, is there. It's something I use a lot. I really like the product. There is just no scenario in which, unless these headphones come with a side of Heather Graham, uh, I'm just not buying them. It's not happening. Mm, Heather Graham's. I, you know, they are so good when <laughs> dipped in milk. <laughs> All right, so uh, I'm really dating myself. <laughs> yeah, you really are. I kind of gave you my short list of headphones that I love. If you're willing to spend, you know, maybe two thirds of what you would have spent on the AirPods Max, dip into your cheapskate bag. Are there headphones that you would recommend that are less expensive than that? Or were you going for the same general class of headphone? No, no, no. I will meet you way farther down the, the pike. And in fact, uh, I'll, I'll, we'll put a link to this in the show notes. Um, CNET's David Carnoy, who is kind of the resident audio expert, he did a list of the best noise-canceling headphones under $100. So again, these are headphones that are over-the-ear, just like uh, AirPods Max, but also have that noise-canceling capability built in. Is it going to be anywhere near as good? No, it's not. Uh, is it going to be decent enough that you can maybe block out uh, enough sound to work in peace probably a couple of the ones he listed are the um anchor soundcore life q20 and q30 there's a model from trivet there's a model from tautronics and i've used these on and off uh, over the last year or so as i've done you know cheapskate deals about them and you know we talked about true wireless earbuds a ton like airpods pro alternatives and airpods alternatives that 30 40 50 bucks are very very good for the price it's the same with these headphones let me ask you when you want to listen to music dave what do you reach for do you reach for airpods or something like them or do you reach for over-the-ear headphones i would not sully my ears with earbuds to listen to music under any circumstances <laughs> no because sound quality is there's no getting around it that it is a function of the size of the drivers if your driver is two millimeters in diameter it's just you know unless you are a magician you can't make it sound as good as larger speakers or or headphones so yeah when i listen to music i either play music through speakers in my room or i put on headphones i hear what you're saying with the less expensive models but sound is too important to me music is too important to me i spend the extra money for good quality headphones yeah, and I hear you, and I know that you you've always been kind of an audiophile that way, and I get that that to some people the you know the quality is important, or at least I, I'm going to say perceived quality. Because let me ask you this as well: when you listen to music, do you sit on your couch and just sit with the headphones on and just really listen to and enjoy the music, or are you doing something else, like say working? All right, okay, you got me. <laughs> now I used to do that, but I probably haven't really done it. A lot since I used to listen to Pink Floyd in college. You know, I would sit down and blast <laughs> animals as, as loud as it would go and just soak it in for hours at a time. Uh, these days, yeah, I put music on, but I'm working. I work, you know, 18 hours a day. 
um, sitting here typing like a monkey. So, monkeys type, presumably, I assume. I don't know. Why Why do you think I'm the expert on monkeys? Really? Um, I don't know how I got off on that subject, but no, I'm listening to music. It was fun. Well, it was fun listening to you try to dig yourself out of that monkey hole. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, it kind of does blend into the background and... If pressed, yeah, I could probably make do with lower, less than premium headphones or speakers because it fades into the background after a while. Exactly. And and so that's really my point. And again, I'm not, I'm not trying to talk anybody out of, of spending extra on really good headphones. I'm just saying that, you know, unless you're in it just to sit and listen to music, if, if you're going to be putting these headphones on to... You know, turn on the noise canceling and try to block out the noise around you while you work and just have a little background music to you can focus and all that. I just don't think that $500 or even $300 headphones are, are worth it or necessary because all your, you know, it's just background noise at that point. No, but you uh, see, sometimes I do. Like when I first put on the headphones, I'll fire up the Beatles Dear Prudence. And I will just soak in Paul's luscious, beautiful bass line and just listen to it like in a really focused way for a few minutes. I need good headphones to be able to do that. Kind of to each their own when it comes to this. I think I'm, I'm still trying to argue the cheapskate side of this, which is I, I just can't. <laughs> yeah, I think we for, both agree that you'd be crazy to spend the money on AirPods Max because there are so many better alternatives, whether you're talking about under $100 or under $300. Either way, it's the wrong choice. Yeah, and so let me just share. So let's let's see if we can talk about a happy medium here for a second. So, like, you don't want to just only pay $50 for headphones because you feel like they're not going to be great, but you also don't want to pay $550 for headphones. So last week, I actually got the opportunity to try out refurbished Sony 1000 XM4 headphones, which were being offered by a company called Backmarket. Backmarket sells a variety of used and refurb mostly refurbished electronics. And I've always felt like headphones were kind of iffy. I, I don't want headphones that have been on someone else's head, right? But... <laughs> These were on sale for $218 versus the $350 retail price and the $278 sale price that we've been seeing kind of on and off over the holidays. So these are $218 and they're listed as being in mint condition and they're backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee and a one-year warranty. So literally a warranty that's as good as new. To me, that's a no-risk proposition. So I went ahead and got the, the Sony headphones because I wanted to see for myself what does mint condition look like, at least from this seller. And so what I got was the headphones came in a, in a nondescript box, certainly not labeled Sony or anything like that. And all that was in that box was the zippered case, and inside were the headphones with the cords that come with uh, for charging and so forth. No instructions, nothing else but the, the case and the headphones. Other than that, indistinguishable from new. These looked as pristine as can be. They work perfectly. They sound very nice. Uh, the noise canceling is pretty good, though, honestly, my AirPods Pro are better. But that is the story in this particular instance of buying refurbished headphones might be something 
that you want to consider if you don't want to spend three, four hundred dollars. Do you know if they replaced the pads before they sold them to you? I don't know that. All I know from the description is that they say that they're fully cleaned and inspected and, and so forth. Here's what I think people need, most people need to understand when it comes to stuff like this. Most refurbished products are item, and especially let's distinguish between refurbished and used. Okay. Refurbished products are usually those that have been returned within the return window. So if you went to Best Buy and you bought these Sony headphones for 350 bucks or 278 bucks or whatever it was, and you have their 14 day window in which you decide, oh, you know what? I just don't think these were worth the money and you take them back. Best Buy cannot then turn around and sell them again as new. So what they'll do very often is they'll send them off to some clearinghouse that pays them X amount of dollars for them. And then that clearinghouse sells them as refurbished. That is how I think most of these things are sourced. These aren't things that after 364 days, you know, something stopped working. And so they were replaced under warranty. And these things have been through the washing machine a few times and they're just junk. I don't think they get that mint condition classification if that's the case. So let me ask you, given that you've heard that now, would you consider buying refurbished headphones? Maybe. My only concern is, like I just said, the ear pads. I just, I'm really weird about that, and I don't want to put, I don't even like putting a friend's headphones on my head just to listen to, oh, dude, you got to hear this song right now. I I don't want to own headphones that have been on somebody else's head. So if the pads have been replaced, yeah, I'm all in. I don't know if you can even replace the pads uh, on a pair of headphones Often? like this. I'm, yeah, generally. I'm, okay. Well, so it's that's funny. That's uh, that doesn't bother me. The if it was AirPods, like something that had been like really inside someone else's <laughs> ears. Yeah, I get that. That's gross. You know, I, <laughs> that's maybe a, a bridge too far. But something like this, I guess it's the kind of thing where if I take it out of the box, it looks clean. It looks brand new to me. Eh, it's fine. I mean, I don't think they probably have a COVID coding. <laughs> That's our take on all of this, everybody. Do not buy AirPods Max under any circumstances or you'll be hearing from us. But we would like to hear from you what you think about uh, headphones and how much you're willing to spend and what you expect to get when you spend it. Send us your thoughts. Cheapskateshow at cbsinteractive.com. That's still our email address, by the way. It will be changing very, very, very soon. But that's our email address for now, so let us hear from you. Okay, everybody, so before we say goodbye for the year, one last little tip for you. If you're still looking for a gift for someone, time is running out very rapidly. Uh, in fact, as we all know, shipping delays are rampant now. And so you need something that you can get, like, instantly online and is printable or emailable or maybe both, whatever. I found something that I think is super, super cool. For 50 bucks, it's not super cheap, but 50 bucks, not too bad. You can buy for someone a one square foot <laughs> in Scotland and they be, and that person becomes a lord or a lady. Of Scotland, you get a certificate, you get the coordinates of where your little tiny plot of land is. It's just such a great, fun, unique conversation starting <laughs> gift. My daughter got this for my son for his birthday a couple of months ago, and we just had so much fun, like kind of, you know, looking at the certificate and just talking about it. And it's just such a clever, unique thing. So make someone you know a lord or lady. It's official. 
this is basically the premise of the TV show Shit's Creek. <laughs> that show wouldn't be able to happen without essentially this. Have you watched the show, by the way? Not to get uh, sidetracked. I, I don't know if you want to if you want to go down this road or not, but we're we're just about at the end of the first season, and I have to tell you, I am not impressed. I don't find it funny at all. All right, well, we're no longer friends, so <laughs> that'll be another Sorry. issue. We're going to have to divide up any things we've borrowed from each other. Probably lost some listeners too. <laughs> so, I find it amusing. And I, I kind of rolled my eyes at it because it's one of those, can can you actually go to that plot of land? Can you build a little Lego house on it? That's the funny thing. I wonder if, like, you can go and, like, stand at that spot and, and get your pic, you know, take your picture or whatever. I don't know. I think you do get some, act- some actual GPS coordinates, so I guess you'd have to look up and see where it is. But I just, I'm, I'm enamored of the idea. I think it's very clever. And I didn't even mention... The whole point of this thing, it's not just some, you know, money grab or whatever. It's actually the money goes towards the preservation and protection of woodland areas in Scotland. So it's it's very much an environmental conservationist kind of thing. Okay, all right. So you just ruined it for me because now there's there's <laughs> value behind it. But if you're going to do that, I was going to say, why don't you do the geeky alternative and just buy somebody a star at the star registry? <laughs> <laughs> is that still a thing? It, which is still a thing. Uh, you can still spend $50 and name a star. So, you know, um, sure, go ahead. Do that, too. We'll, we'll put the links to both of those. Oh, oh, Dave, if you buy both, then you could become Star-Lord. <laughs> I'm pretty excited about that. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Is that the best you got? Star-Lord! You're a lord, and then you buy a star, Star-Lord. Yeah, I think gold. you're going to hear from Marvel about that. <laughs> okay well i think that wraps it up for us everybody thanks for listening to the cheapskate show low these many months and for sticking with us um we look forward to seeing all of you back here in january and we wish you a safe and happy and healthy and safe holiday and new year and all that sort of good stuff and dave all the same to you my good friend Yes, same to you, Rick, and to your family. I hope everybody has a wonderful Christmas, Hanukkah, Festivus, Kwanzaa, and so on. Thanks for joining us, everybody. As Rick said, we will be back next year with more deals and more money-saving advice. In the meantime, you can find daily deals by visiting cnet.com slash cheapskate and following us on Twitter at Cheapskate Blog or Facebook at Cheapskate Rick. You can also sign up for deal alerts by texting 415-878-5807 and Rick will send you a personal text every day. And as always, we'd be eternally grateful if you leave us a rating or a review on your preferred podcast platform. So until next time, you know the drill. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay cheap. See you next year. So if I throw bloopers at the end of this, will I be fired? Uh, You will not. All right, you have your bit of comedy ready to go. (laughs) Is your microphone working? And, um... I should have figured out something else to say at the end of that sentence. <laughs> I, I don't know why you're discounting plugging in a thumb drive. Uh, because I root, I'm going to plug in a... In a, a, a <laughs> <laughs> nice. Bloopers. I had uh, the most brilliant idea for a TV show. I just have to tell you. <laughs> Because this is in addition to, like, I think recently I was telling telling you about Police Dog, right? 
Um, Who can forget? This one is even better. It's a network TV show. Are you ready for this? It's called The Happy Medium. And it's about someone who channels ghosts, and she improves the lives of the living through interactions with the spirit world. The happy medium. 